0: This is a download from Newstalk 106 to 108. To download other programs or for more information, go to newstalk.ie. Talking books. Thanks to Hodges Figures, the bookstore. On News Talk 106 to
1: 108. And you're very welcome to Talking Books with me, Susan Cahill. In The Mix tonight, author Colin McCann tells me why he prefers writing about women than men.
0: Women have a sort of wider, stronger, deeper emotional baggage than men do. That's why, to me, they're more interesting as characters. They haven't necessarily been allowed to write history, but in terms of acting upon history and creating history, and also in terms of creating peace, I think women have been much more in advance of men
1: I take a break from all the sunshine and pop over to the very, very cool studios of portrait artist Robert Bala in Dublin's Stony Batter and hear how John Steinbeck, Robert Bala's literary hero, lost his creative edge.
0: Many artists derive the spark in their work from their experience, from being poor or knowing poor people, or relating to the poor and the marginalised. And then when success comes, they drift away from that experience so they're not able to continue with that thrust to their work because that experience is gone, it is dried up.
1: And it's been said there's a book in everyone. Well, I hear about The Letter and the Dear Cork Writing Project, which is encouraging Corkonians to submit old letters for an exciting new writing project. But first... Since winning the 2009 National Book Award in the United States for his captivating book, Let the Great World Spin, Colin McCann's stardom has gone from strength to strength. In 2010, the book scooped the best foreign novel award in China, and then Colin completed the hat-trick by winning the International Impact Dublin Literary Award in 2011, the most lucrative literary award in the world. Well, earlier in the week, Talking Books was delighted to welcome the rock star of the Irish literary world into studio. And before we got stuck into some of the joints of history featured in Column's new book, I asked Column to read from Transatlantic. Let's take a listen.
0: Hello, this is Column McCann on Talking Books. So this is a section about Frederick Douglass in Dublin in 1845. He heard in the newspapers that O'Connell was due to speak to a giant crowd along the Dublin docks, the Tribune of the People. Ireland's truest son. He had spent his life agitating for Catholic emancipation and parliamentary rule and had written on abolition too. Brilliant essays, fervent, impassioned. O'Connell had adventured his life for proper freedom, was known for his speeches, his letters, his rule of law. Douglas cancelled a tea in Sandymount to get there on time. He arrived along the teeming docks. He could not believe the size of the crowd, as if the whole sponge of Dublin had been squeezed down into a sink such a riot of human cutlery. The police herded the crowds along. He lost Webb and pushed his way through, made his way to the stage as O'Connell emerged. The great liberator looked portly, tired, out of sorts. He had apparently been so since his release from jail. Still, a giant roar went up. Men and women of Ireland. The din was extraordinary. O'Connell held a speaking trumpet, and when he spoke into it, the words shot up out of him, huge, fearsome, brimming. It astounded Frederick Douglass, the logic, the rhetoric, the humour. O'Connell held the crowd in the well of his outstretched arms. He swayed forth, slowed down, pivoted on his heels, paced the stage, adjusted his wig, allowed silences. The speech was relayed by others who stood on tall ladders and passed the word along the dockside. Repeal is Aaron's right and God's decree. Wheresoever we turn, England has reduced our nation to bondage. The employment of force is not our object. Associate, agitate, stand by me. The hats went up into the reeking air. Cheers stepped in rhythm along the crowd. Douglas stood transfixed. Afterwards, a huge mob surrounded the Irishman douglas forced his way through excused himself past dozens of pairs of shoulders o'connell looked up and knew immediately who he was they shook hands an honour said o'connell douglas was taken aback mine alone he said o'connell's hand was pulled away there was so much that douglas wanted to speak of of repeal pacifism the.